0: good morning welcome to devotions for worship it is tuesday april 7th and we begin by remembering our baptism in acts two thirty-eight, it says and peter said to them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the holy spirit so we remember that in our baptism we receive forgiveness for our sins and we also receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is comfort and, and life and faith itself. And so we make the sign of the cross to remember those gifts, to remember that God's name is upon us. And so we make the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. O oh Lord, in the morning, you hear our voices. In the morning, we turn our thoughts to you to remember your love and faithfulness as we begin a new day. Thank you for keeping us safely through the night. Please let us recognize today as a blessing from you and the events of the day as divine appointments to exercise our faith in you. Please give us peace and joy and help us to live in such a way that our attitude and actions reflect that we are your children, adopted into your family through Jesus, in whose name we pray, amen. We confess our Christian faith this morning using Luther's explanation to the first article of the Apostles' Creed. I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason, and all my senses, and still takes care of them. He also gives me clothing and shoes, food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, and all I have. He richly and daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life. He defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. All this he does only out of fatherly, divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this, it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. This is most certainly true. Our scripture reading this morning is Psalm 91. It's the reading that we are going to focus on all through uh, this week. Uh, Just a reminder that those of us who are members of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, uh, the president of our church body has challenged us to memorize this. And uh, while we're not going to necessarily work on memorizing it here, we will take some time to meditate on uh, this beautiful, comforting psalm. So, Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, No plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. In your hands, in their hands they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Verses two verses one and two identify God as our, our protection in, in the midst of all kinds of disaster and calamity. Um, verses three and four say, For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. And from the deadly pestilence, he will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. Now, there's there's some images there that might be a little bit foreign to us uh, as modern twentieth uh, century, twenty first century people. Uh, first of all, uh, a fowler, uh, a fowler is a person who hunts birds, but with traps. And uh, when it talks about a shield and buckler, um, maybe we're a little bit more familiar with this because of uh, uh, movies that we've seen, but these are, these are tools that we use to uh, defend our bodies from strikes and blows. Now, one of the things I want you to notice is that it says, he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Sometimes people think that when we follow Jesus, we're never going to get into any kind of trouble. And that's just patently wrong. If you read through the scriptures, we find that Jesus himself got into trouble with uh, the ruling authorities of his time. We find that the apostles got into trouble with the religious and ruling authorities of their time. Uh, And the history of the church is a history of persecution, which is definitely people in trouble. And this is not the first pandemic that the world has ever experienced it's not even the worst pandemic that the world has ever experienced so what does this mean then you know when it says that that he's going to deliver us well it doesn't mean that we're not going to find ourselves in difficult situations or even dangerous situations because for god to deliver you from the snare of the fowler it means you're already in the snare And this world is full of all kinds of snares and temptations that would first and foremost lead us away from Jesus. And one of the ways that it does that, one of the ways the devil, the world, and our sinful nature leads us away from Jesus is by putting us into physical trouble. And so when we find ourselves in physical trouble, we focus on the physical part and forget the spiritual aspect of God's protection and the everlasting life that he has given to us. You see, we get so focused on this life and this world that we forget that we've been promised a resurrection beyond this life and this world. And that it is even greater than what we're experiencing because the life that we have now is one that is full of sin and brokenness. And after the resurrection, we have complete and total perfection and holiness So Jesus is going to deliver us. In fact, he has delivered us through his death and resurrection because when God promises something, it is certain and it is done. And so when we find ourselves in in physical danger, even danger of illness, we can say that God will deliver us. Everything's going to be okay. And the way that he does that is he covers us. Now this image of being covered with his pinions, it's another bird image. Um, When I was a kid, we raised chickens and every spring there would be chicks and they would go around and they would follow their mom. uh, And if there was ever any kind of hint of danger, she would cluck and call out to them and they would all gather underneath her and she would sit down right on top of them. And that's the image that's here. She would put herself in the place of danger to cover up her children in order to protect them. And that's what Jesus has done. He has put himself into the place of danger, put himself in our place to bear the brunt of our sin, to bear the brunt of our brokenness. And so as he goes to the cross, he goes to die in our place, to face the judgment that rightly belongs to us. But he calls us to come underneath him and to be covered by his death and by his resurrection. And therefore, he comes down on us in order to protect us from God's wrath, to protect us from the dangers of this world, to protect us from the pestilence. But then he rises up and he frees us to live a new life following him. Let's pray this morning. And as we pray, we're going to pray for the government and all who are in authority. And we're going to pray for wisdom, integrity, and courage, and safety for all of our our public leaders, and man, especially our, our healthcare professionals. We pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, yesterday we talked about how you work through masks, and the government is one of those masks that you work through in order to protect your people and to do good for people in this world. And so, Lord, we ask that the government would be able to do that work, that they would do good for their citizens, that they would protect us, that they would be wise, that they would have integrity and courage to do what is right. And, Lord, we also pray for those who deal more directly with us, who are representatives of the government as well, people like police and firefighters, healthcare professionals, And we ask, Lord, that you would be with them and that you would keep them safe as they do dangerous work in order to preserve our health, in order to preserve our safety. And we ask, Lord, that you would be with everyone who is working for the public good and that you would give them success in helping to make our world a better place. And we pray, Lord, that we, your children, would be important people in that process. Not important in the sense of, oh, look at them, but important in the sense of, we helped to get things done to make this world a better place, even as we wait for the better world that is yet to come. We pray this in Jesus' name, and we pray as he teaches us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, and soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless your day. And just as a side note, if you thought you heard a cat during the uh, devotion here, it's because you probably did. Uh, My cat is hungry and wants to be fed. Uh, So God bless you, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be back here this evening with an evening devotion, and you can join us.